0: It's time for TPT, Tomorrow's Prisoners Today. Here's Jeff Wagner. This is our semi-regular feature where we highlight... Crimes in the area, just so people just don't get completely inured to this. Oh, well, it's just just another crime. No, I mean, it is amazing what's going on. And we don't want to get to a point where people just roll their eyes and say, oh, it's just another crime. So we highlight certain ones. All right. Here is our honorable mention or dishonorable mention award winner. A 27 year old Kenosha woman and her two children, ages two and seven were injured in a crash Wednesday at uh, approximately 6 p.m. Police and emergency personnel responded to the 400 block of Sheridan Road for a serious vehicle crash. Uh, initial reports indicate the driver was traveling southbound at a high rate of speed, swerved to avoid striking a vehicle in front of it, traveled off the roadway striking a tree. Kenosha deputies said the vehicle sustained extensive damage and the children, ages two and seven, were not wearing seat belts or secured in a safety seat. Alright, here is the dazzling detail of this. The mother was drunk. The mother was drunk. She's driving intoxicated. She's got a two- and a seven-year-old kid in the car. She's driving at a high rate of speed. The kids aren't restrained. Uh, she's taken into custody. The only good news is that the kids, um, well, I, at least one of the kids, is seems to be okay. The seven-year-old was taken to Children's Hospital with possible life-threatening injuries. Mother of the year, drunk. 6 o'clock in the evening, loses control of the car, unrestrained kids. That is only our honorable mention today of Tomorrow's Prisoners Today. Our bronze medal winner. Wauwatosa Mayfair Road pursuits baby in car, two charge. This is the way Fox Six reports it. A driver was arrested after fleeing from an attempted traffic stop along Mayfair Road in Wauwatosa. This was the first of two pursuits on March fifteenth. Prosecutors say the second one, there was a baby in the back seat, and Wauwatosa police have made the um, have made the video of this available. The driver is a guy named Davian Newsom, who, by the way, at the time all this happened he was out on bail a signature bond for Milwaukee County cases, one involving possession of a dangerous weapon and possession of cocaine with intent to distribute. Here's what they say happened. Wauwatosa police said officers saw a vehicle with heavily tinted windows and dealer's plates, but no buyer's guide in the window is required by law. They tried stopping the vehicle near 102nd in Burleigh, but the driver took off. Police say Newsom was driving as officers pursued him on Burleigh. They used tire deflation devices to slow the vehicle down near 90th and Burleigh. It gets better. Prosecutors say he nearly hit people in the parking lots of Speedway near 84th and Appleton and the nearby J&M Quick Mart. After he drove over a curb near Appleton and Hampton, Milwaukee police shut down the intersection. The driver then went over a concrete median. And the car became disabled, ending the first pursuit after 4.7 miles. Prosecutors say it raced, reached 87 miles per hour. Okay, so the car is disabled now. You might say to me, how could there be a second? How could there be a second case? That's because after he trashed the first one, he jumps out of the car into a waiting white SUV. According to prosecutors, there's a woman named Gamilla May who is driving the second car. She told investigators that she and Newsom had been at a family therapy appointment and she left while he left while she was in the parking lot crying. I'd say something, but it's probably best to let that pass. She said she has got a call from him that he had a flat tire and needed her to come pick him up. She said she went to the area near Appleton and Hampton with a baby in the back seat of the SUV and saw that police were pursuing Newsom. She said Newsom jumped into the SUV and the second pursuit began. Okay, so my no-account boyfriend has led the cops on a high-speed chase. He calls me to pick him up. I see that he's been involved in the chase. Here, get on in. Let's drive off. The complaint said the officer cut his hand trying to get Newsom out of the SUV, which struck us took off nearly striking two Milwaukee police officers. That pursuit lasted nearly a mile and reached 90 miles an hour. May, that's the woman, said at one point she crawled into the backseat to hold her baby who had rolled from the car seat during the chase. She said she told the boyfriend to pull over. He was arrested after prosecutors said he ran into a home near 92nd and Hampton with May, who was carrying the baby. The complaint says he used May and the baby to block the doorway to assist in his escape. He ran into the basement for 30 minutes before he was ultimately taken into custody. Prosecutors say a rifle, crack cocaine, fentanyl, scales, a suspected cutting agent, and five cell phones were found in the vehicle. Oh, did I mention he was out on bail in two Milwaukee County cases? That's only the bronze medal winner for today. Our silver medal winner, and uh, Wyatt was talking about it during the news, a Wee Energies flagger had to be flown to the hospital after being struck by a hit and run driver Tuesday, March 21st. The driver was arrested after multiple tips. Sheriff's officials said the striking driver was headed south on Honey Lake Road, approaching Spring Prairie Road in the town of Burlington after hitting the flagger. So she's just out there, you know, telling people to slow down. The driver backed up and fled northbound. The sheriff identified the driver as Bob Slominski and said that when deputies showed up at his house Wednesday, he confessed to driving the truck involved in the crash. He said he was heading to an alcohol and other drug abuse meeting at the time panicked while fleeing the scene, okay, before you feel too sympathetic, they found the truck in the backyard covered with a type, type with a tarp, so it wasn't just that this loser panicked at the moment. he went home, didn't turn himself in, and ended up trying to conceal what had happened by covering the vehicle with a tarp um thankfully. Uh, the the flagger is going to live but she suffered two broken legs a broken arm, a broken rib and multiple cuts and bruises she's in a lot of pain the guy tried to get away with it and didn't he is the silver medal winner today on our Tomorrow's Prisoners Today the winner though and this is it's really kind of a, a haunting story it happened yesterday afternoon It happened about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. If you follow me on Twitter, I have a link to this story. Um, And it's it's one that just makes you wonder. And I don't know why people put up with stuff like this. If you haven't seen the story, um, James Lovell and Wisconsin Avenue, which is only a couple blocks west of where our Avenue studios are, Wisconsin Avenue and 7th Street. That's what James Lovell Avenue is. There's a guy who's riding an e-bike, you know, one of those fancy bikes that, that's semi-motorized. He is approached at 5 o'clock in the evening. So this is what would be the height of rush hour on. On Wisconsin Avenue, he's approached by three guys who, um they, they, they estimate they're teenagers, ages 15 to 18 years old. They're trying to steal the guy's bike. The man is a 39-year-old man. So he's approached these three thugs slash punks. They want his bike. It's 7th and Wisconsin Avenue at 5 o'clock in the evening. He refuses to give up his bike, his e-bike. One of them, and there is a video, and uh, Channel 12 has it. I've got a link to the story. Again, if you follow me on Twitter, it's at JeffWagner620. One of the punks punches the guy. You can see that. He still then refuses to give up the the bike. He's standing there. One of the other three, now this is somebody, and they estimate, again, the ages between 15 and 18, pulls out a pistol and shoots him, shoots him point blank um, with a gun. The three of them then run off. They were last spotted near 6th and Clybourne. Um, I, I don't think they've made any arrests at this point in time, but these three criminals, these punks, are so brazen that they are willing to walk up, try to steal somebody's e bike at five o'clock in the afternoon on seventh and Wisconsin, for goodness sakes, just a little bit down from Marquette, right by the public library we we all know that area, couple blocks up from where our avenue studios are, and when he refuses to give it up easily, one tries to punch him, and the other shoots him at point blank range. All three of these thugs are at large right now, but you know what you know what they will be caught. And they will all three be um, tomorrow's prisoners, hopefully today or very, very soon. One of the things I asked rhetorically is, I, I don't know why people put up with things like this, and one of my uh, responses on when I put that up on, a, on Twitter was, well, what would you have people do? And my response would be, I'd have people show a degree of outrage. I'd have the petitions be sent. I'd have the phone calls be made to the alderman, to the police chief, to the district attorney, demanding that the streets be made safe so that somebody doesn't get held up at 5 o'clock p.m., the height of rush hour, on 7th and Wisconsin, and the criminals aren't brazen enough to shoot them at point-blank range. And yet, that's what happened. That's our gold medal winner today for tomorrow's prisoners today, and I hope they solve that case as soon as possible. This has been TPT with Jeff Wagner.